Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, joining us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G AT&T Rethink Possible, the man we've been talking about the last couple of days, Austin Rivers joins us. Good morning, Austin. It's John and Jerry in Boston. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Excellent. Uh, let, let, just a procedural question. Do you think you'll spend more time today in the classroom and with your nose in the books or in the gym lifting weights and shooting basketballs? <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty close. Um, I, I'd probably go with basketball. <laughs> what do you do between now and draft day? What do you do to get your stuff um, up? Uh, well, basically, uh, well, first off, I just got to keep doing what I do, just keep uh, working out and going to school, just working out and uh, getting better. And then, um, I mean, basically, I got to, uh, this weekend, I'm going to get an agent. Um, and uh, once I get my agent, um, he'll, he'll do what he does best. And um, I'll have to, uh, you know, I'll just get ready for workouts, basically, and just keep getting better. And uh, that way, when workouts come around, I'll uh, be able to kill them all and, um They'll see uh, what I can do. What are you hearing in terms of where they think you might be slotted? Is anybody whispering in your ear and saying top 10 or top 5 or 15th or uh, yeah, those, are, those are all possibilities, uh, high possibilities right now. Um, you know, I think I'm projected at a good place uh, from what I've, that, you know, where everybody's told me at, mm. uh, where I'd be at. Would, uh, it'd be from, you know, top 10, top 15, uh, latest, stuff like that. So um, from what I've heard, it's pretty good. I just got to keep getting better and uh, proving them right. You know, you know your dad's a, your dad's a regular on our program. We talked to him uh, almost every week, and we spoke with him yesterday. And uh, he made it very, very clear that if you were available when the Celtics were ready to pick, he'd love to have you on the team and coach his son. Would you like to play for your old man, Austin? I mean, that'd always be a, be a, an interesting thing to do. I mean, like I said, I, I would play for anybody, um, especially Celtics are a great organization. Um, um, do I think it'll happen? Probably not. Um, just because uh, hopefully I, I go earlier. But uh, if that was a thing to happen, I would love to. Um, I would love to play for any organization in the NBA. Um, you know, that's my dream. So uh, it'd be great. It'd be different. So uh, it'd be an interesting aspect just to uh, play for my well, dad. You've never played for him when he was broadcasting. Did he coach you or your brother Jeremiah? Uh, no, I've uh, I've never played for my dad ever. What? Uh, Why not? Always... Is he just too busy? Oh, well, it's been a combination of him being busy, him being a father, and then him being a coach. You know, just those three things are very hard to do. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just always kind of let us find our own way. He didn't want to be that father to just always, you know, be in our ear and push us every second. You know, he just kind of let us do what we want to do. And it's turned out well, I think, for all of us, you know. And, uh, um, you know, he's always, he's always gave us advice, and he has coached us off the court, but he's never, you know, just tried to purposely coach us. You, you've been heading to the NBA you know, your whole life. He said it to us. You've grown up in an NBA family. You've been in, in locker rooms. Do you feel NBA ready at 19? Uh, I do. I mean, I just this is a dream that I, I have been chasing my whole life, and I've been working towards this. And uh, if I didn't feel like I was ready, I honestly wouldn't go. Um, you know, I'm not going because people think, you know, I can go high or I can be a top 15 pick. You know, I'm going because – First off, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And second off, I feel like I'm ready to do this uh, now. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm young and, 
you know, all that. But, uh, you know, so have a lot of players that have been early. And uh, I really do feel like I am ready to play at that level. And there's going to be a lot of challenges and obstacles I'm going to have to overcome. And there's things I'm going to have to improve and get better on. But that excites me. And, um, you know, I do feel like I'm ready to compete. Austin, your dad told us yesterday, without actually using the words, it was always about being one and done. Would you agree with him? Were, were you always at least leaning toward, but pretty much picturing the fact that it would be one year at Duke and then into the draft? Uh, well, you know, that's always, you know, something that's in the back of your head. But that's, that's just never been, you know, going into this year. That's something I really tried to put aside. Uh, those rumors, oh, he just wants to be a one and done. You know, I, I wanted to just get better and do everything I can to help Duke win and uh, we had great games, and we overall had a great season. Uh, it ended shortly and ended in a bad way. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that that wasn't a goal of mine. I think if, you know, you think about being a one-and-done too much, it would mess up your play. Um, you'd be thinking too much. So I just put that aside, and I thought if that opportunity presents itself, then I'll talk to my family and see what's best. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't think going into a season as a freshman, you should ever be like, you know, I'm, I'm just playing to be a one-and-done. I just think that's the wrong mindset. Uh, you, you you said in your previous answer there are things that you want to improve on, things you want to get better at. Specifically, what do you think needs work most in your game? Uh, well, I think uh, well, I just got to keep improving strength, which I have. I've been uh, you know getting in the weight room a lot and getting a lot bigger, so I got to continue to do that. Uh, number one, uh, number two. Um, well, first off, I think you can improve in any, every area. Uh, I mean, that's a. Uh, that's easy to say, um, but I got to keep working on all aspects. But I think my main things I need to improve on is just getting stronger and uh, just improving on as far as defense goes. Just uh, being aware on the uh, help side. I'm a really good on the ball defender because mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I'm pretty quick and my lateral movements are really good. Just being, you know, those are things. Just being young, you know, just learning uh, things um, on the help side. Hey, how did knocking down that game-winning three against North Carolina? How did that change things for you? Did that? Uh... Did your life change dramatically? Because God knows the whole world watched it, stood up, cheered, applauded, booed, whatever. It it had a real impact on basketball fans everywhere. Yeah, I mean it was it was an amazing moment, and uh, I mean not just for me, but for our team. Um, right. You know that was just a big win for us overall, and uh, as far as individually for me, um, it kind of jump started me. Um, about two games before that. I really started to play well. Um, you know, prior to that season, you know, prior to those, you know, uh, I think it was a Miami game where I actually lost, but I started playing well. I mean, I played good all season, and, you know, things were going well, but I had a couple ups and downs. And then um, prior to that game, two games before that, I just kind of played a good game, and I kept it going and kept it going. And then after that North Carolina game, it really just, my confidence really got up, and I started to realize the things I can do and the cause level to do. And I just started playing my game with confidence and having fun, and it just really worked out for me. Did, did you? Have you? You've obviously scrimmaged with the Celtics, correct? Uh, I've never personally uh, scrimmaged with them. Um, I've just seen them scrimmage, and uh, I've gotten like shots up with the players when I was a lot younger, um, and just seen them work out. But I've seen all their scrimmages and stuff like that. Now you've never run the floor with Rondo and tried to cover him and run with him. Um. I don't. I don't think. I don't think so. I know I've played one on one with Garnett, and I've played one on one with Pierce, um, but I've never. I've never uh, scrimmaged with Rondo. Would you be interested to hear what Kevin Garnett said yesterday about the possibility of you, Austin Rivers, joining the Celtics? Uh, yeah. <laughs> T- take a listen. This is KG yesterday on you, Austin. I've always said that if he ever joined the season, it'd probably be one of the dopest things to ever happen because I think he, he is coachable. I think he has, you know, the knacks, and he knows his father. And uh, that relationship counts into, you know, so many parts of it now. 
it comes to maturity with that, with being able to say, you know, sometimes you don't think your coach is right. <laughs> You're not agreeing on something, playing defense, and then him, you know, obviously Doc being Doc. So I think that if he joined the season, it would be a great thing. Do you think your dad would be more inclined to be tougher on you because you're his kid and he doesn't want anybody to think that he's going easy on you or easier on you because he, you are his son? Uh, well, I know, know my dad just my whole life. He would definitely not go easy on me. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't want that uh, myself. Um, and neither would anybody on the team if that was to be the case. Um, like I said, um, you know, if, if this was to happen, uh, the rare chance, if it does um, – you know, I, I would want him to treat me like anybody else. Mm. You know, if I'm messing up, I want him to be hard on me. If I'm doing good, you know, I want him to pat me on my back. You know, it's just that's, I guess, the way he coaches. You know, however he coaches Rondo or Garnett or Avery Bradley or any other player on that team, um, I want him to coach me. Um, right. I, would, I don't want anything handed to me. I never have my whole life. And uh, I'd have to mature and accept that responsibility. That's one of the things you, um, you know, look forward to when you when you decide to go pro is, you know, those type of things right there. So maturing and handling things on your own. Give us an example, Austin, of a time that maybe you uh, crossed the line and Dad had to put you back in your place. Did he? Did, did have you ever? Uh, how about yelling at the refs? Maybe talking back to a coach, fighting during a game, something like that, really set him off. Um, actually, you, oh, were you the perfect kid? Were you the perfect kid your whole life? Uh, no, I was not. I mean, every every kid has his ups and downs as far as you get in trouble with the parents. Um, I've always done well. I'm trying to think of uh, something maybe I've gotten in trouble with. I know I got in trouble one time. I was younger. I was like maybe seventh grade, yeah, seventh, eighth grade. And my little brother was really little. I remember my little brother got in a little, like a little scuffle. My little brother's like the feistiest dude you'll ever meet. Um, he got in a scuffle with some kid, and the kid was a lot older than him. So the kid, like, punched my little brother. And I was sitting there, and I didn't do anything about it because I didn't know what to do. I was like sixth grade, seventh grade. So I just grabbed my little brother. I didn't remember my dad got mad at me. He was like, if anybody ever touches your brother, you make sure you let him know that, you know, stick up for him and beat him up or something like that. I remember my dad got so angry at me. And ever since then, I've always had my little brother's back. Does Jeremiah not let you forget that? Hey, remember the day you didn't have my back, Jeremiah, Austin? Jeremiah's the big one. I'm sorry, the little yeah, brother. Jeremiah's right? the big one. Yeah, Spencer, yeah. Spencer. Spencer. No, he, he, he was too young probably to remember, but. Um, I know I wouldn't let that happen again. A final question for me, and this is one I asked your dad yesterday. If if your dad spent, oh, I don't know, six, eight weeks getting in shape, treadmill, running, shooting, getting try to get in best basketball shape you possibly can, and you two played one-on-one uh, -on -one to 21, what okay. would be the final score and who would win? Uh, I'd win 21-0. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, my my dad my dad can shoot a little bit still, so he would get some baskets here and there. Um, I I know I would win definitely. Yeah. Uh, uh, it wouldn't be close, but I think he could get back. I mean, he is still a big dude, man. He has a lot of size and he's strong, so I think he could probably get a couple baskets. Uh, but I would win. He, how, how old were you when you could beat him? I think like this when getting in ninth grade when I started maturing and getting my athleticism and stuff like that. That's when I started to kind of take over uh, as far as beating him in one-on-one. -on -one. You're too young to remember him as a player, correct? Yeah, I don't remember him as a player at all. Um, I just remember him coaching and broadcasting. That's kind of been uh, my whole experience watching when him. When he's coaching, are you allowed in the locker room? Are you in there when he you know, has a pregame or, or halftime speech and gets real? Um, well, younger, it was different because you're younger. But as I got older, uh, I really was never interested. Like uh, the past couple of years, I've never been interested because – uh, it would almost bother me because I, I wanted to be like those guys so bad and be in the NBA. I didn't want to really 
uh, go in there and, you know, see, because it would just get me so angry, you know, it just get me so, you know what I mean? Uh, it's just like you have a dream that you've always wanted uh, that's in front of you. You kind of just don't want to be around it too much because it, it almost makes you uh, angry that you're not there. Um, but when I was, like, in middle school, um, I would just wait till it's pregame and uh, uh, postgame speeches were done, and then I'd go in and say hi to all the players and shake their hands and, uh, you know, I was always excited to see them. I mean, those are the guys I look up to my whole life. Well, Austin, uh, clearly you're a great athlete, but from our conversation, you seem like a, uh, a very nice young man as well. Best of luck in the upcoming draft, and uh, I hope you end up where you ever yet want to end up, well, and we'll, we'll talk to you down well, the One road. last question, Austin. You're not really going to class today, are you? <laughs> no, I, I go to class. You know, I want to finish up, um, oh. and maybe one day eventually uh, finish up here, just going back to summer school in the summer, stuff like that. Uh, so... Yeah, I still got to go to class and get in the books. <laughs> yeah, sure. Good luck, Austin. Thanks for the conversation. It was a pleasure right. talking to you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Austin. Austin Rivers with Dennis and Callahan on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE. You know what? His answer was essentially the same as what Doc said. Yeah. I'd score a few, but he'd certainly beat me. And Doc said, if we're just shooting horse, I can shoot. Well, there's no 50-year-old guy who can meet a kid, one of the top players in the country. Yeah, no, he said no he could chance. kick his ass in ninth grade. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. And it's true. I mean, I, I think Doc would admit that. Sure. Kid's athletic as hell. I mean, he could just go around him. Doc's got the, you know, he's, he moves like an old athlete, you know? Would you but, be a bit surprised if this career plan, pans out where he's a good NBA player, ends up being an NBA coach, an analyst, and an NBA coach? I mean, yeah. his, his, his career is, would parallel uh, his father's? There's not a speck of awe in him. No. You know, yeah, and and Doc said it to us yesterday. You you grow up in an NBA locker room. Obviously, you didn't see Dad play, but he's been you're used to it. Broadcasting, yeah, you're used to it. He is not in awe. You always wonder if these 19 year old kids are ready. Yeah, yep. I don't know if physically he's ready, but mentally he's he's going to go play on in an NBA game in in September, a preseason game, and not be the least bit intimidated. Yeah, do you think Jimmer Fredette walked into his first yeah. training camp yeah. and will have the same kind of uh, attitude that Austin does? Or, I'm or, sure he or when he butterflies. playing Kobe, you know, looks up at his yeah. Kobe Bryant. Oh my oh, God! Yeah. Austin's been looking at guys like Kobe and KG and you know LeBron for most of or half his life. You know, it, it's not a big deal to him. We'll take a timeout. Buzzer beaters next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.